happy holidays. <laughs> happy. Actually, if there was ever a week that it was appropriate for Brandon to begin the show. <laughs> they actually played that song on Raw. <laughs> the the um, alternate R-Truth song. So, all right. So, hi, it's, it's dropping out. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. Hey. It, it, it's just us at the moment. Um. Here's the deal. I didn't really have all that much interest in doing a show this week because I thought we were going to do the jobbies this week. And then Aaron was like, no. And in fairness, if Aaron's not prepared, we're not going to be able to do the jobbies because Brandon and I don't remember what happened two weeks ago um, in pro wrestling. So I, I, I it, it's where we were. I was OK with skipping this week. But then I watched Raw Tuesday. And I said, well, I guess we're going to have to do a show. <laughs> Because and then NXT. Well, yeah, okay, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different conversation. That's unpleasant. <laughs> I like talking about play. I know nobody believes this. I like talking about pleasant things. And Ron Killings reminding the world yeah. why he is the definitive performer of our era. And you can snicker and you can think, oh, you're just doing shtick. But I will never mean anything as much as I say. Ron Killings is the man of a generation in professional wrestling. And y'all can keep ignoring it or not understanding it or whatever it is, taking it for granted. This man has done nothing but give us unbridled joy, unbridled effing joy for 20, how many years, 20, 23 years, something like that at this point. God bless this man. God bless and protect and keep this beautiful man. And that's, that's, I don't know. He is our most important American. He is the reason for the season. All of those things. Brandon, please say whatever you'd like to say. I mean, in credit WWE for featuring him for 30 minutes (laughs) of the show. (laughs) Pretty much. The first 30 I, I, minutes were our truth and Judgment Day. I always like to hope that it like it means that they get it. But like, I, I don't know. You know, it just might be, hey, this week, this is what we had for it. But. God bless, man. Oh, I think this our truth Judgment Day thing is going to continue for, yeah. for a while. I don't I, think they're going to get 30 minutes every week, but. I think it continues maybe for a few weeks until like it's rumble season. Then I think it kind of slowly disappears. That's my fear. And I, you know, I think it's rumble season now, buddy. No, I mean like right now it's still, you're over a month away from the rumble. And so you have to do things to get through television for a little while. Um, I think once you get to like within two weeks of the rumble, I think things start to change then. And it's really like that's that's WrestleMania season now. And you, yeah, you drive into like what's going on right now. It's still a little bit of silly season. Our truth is perfect for the weeks <laughs> where you're doing, yeah. you know, the, the the street fights, you know, the miracle on 34th Street fights like he's a perfect person for glorified house show season. And I fear that's all this is. And I say fear like I. I kind of accept it like I I, I I almost in a way I get it and I'm grateful that he even has that unique of a role. 
But could you even imagine? I know I talked about it a couple years ago, but if like for one moment they said, let's do something crazy with our truth now that like this is the end of let's let's do something wild. And I don't know what that would be. I, I, I can't even fathom it, really. But God, it would just be so electric and it would just be the greatest moment in professional wrestling history. I mean, our truth with the briefcase would be the greatest thing. Right. <laughs> Of all time, like because she can knowing. screw that up for six months. You could, we could run in in awkward times. He could like run the in women's during a contract signing, right? And they'd say, "Ron, we're not our truth. We're not even having a match right now." Like there, there's a million things they could do. Oh, it would be joyous, man. I, I'm just so grateful that we've had him, and I just get reminded of that. Every time, because look, we're going to, you know, Brandon brought up NXT, and that's the only other real significant thing that we need to deal with is just how truly god-awful that was. And, like, every time we complain, I, I'm just so grateful that every now and then I'm reminded that there are still things that I love. Like, I love that we've been given this. And, by the way, it's not just the shtick. It was actually a hell of a match. Yeah, it was like, a really good match. It was really wonderful. And... And, and I mean, they, like they put him in there with someone who's a, a yeah, t- obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jada McDonough, like, give him all the credit in the world, is a hell of a wrestler. So, yeah, I was just so happy. I was just so happy. Oh, Aaron alleges that he's going to join us. Allegedly, yeah. Aaron's at uh, Disneyland, so he we didn't expect to have him. Maybe we should have saved our truth because it is, again, the most important thing that we have. Um, I, I don't even really care about anything else, frankly. No, there, there's a couple other interesting little things that we right. talk about. I, I mean, like, uh, they, they let Carmelo Hayes come in and look really good on SmackDown. Yeah. And, and defeat Grayson Waller. Now, we know where that's going to go. But I do think, I think it's worthy of a conversation. I mean, they made him look like a million dollars. They gave him the backstory video like that's sort of the way some of these other soft call ups have have started, even if it's taken a little bit. I mean, I think we've all assumed that Carmelo like he's got it in if they they don't F it up and hello, they don't F it up. It's always seemed like. WrestleMania weekend was was the last thing you needed for Carmelo. Now, in fairness, I've been hit or miss, right? Like Carmelo, I Carmelo to me is still on the edge of hurt by the lack of guys that were truly ready and truly great to work with. And we all talked about it when he worked with Braun and we were like, oh, God, like this is not this is not going the way it was supposed to be going. To be fair, that was a crap program. It was a crap program, and it was the moment that we realized how unprepared Braun was. Yeah. And and we were willing to pass that off and not blame Carmelo for that. This program has been clunky AF, and yeah. it, it's a shame that they haven't just figured out ways to do good, solid programs and figure out how to best showcase Carmelo Hayes. Do you know what the weird part is? Not, not that I don't really want to segue in the NXT quite yet, but 
But yeah. the, the the weird part about that is the other side of the equation, the way they're treating Braun Breaker right now would lead you to think they know he's ready and they're just sitting on him. You know what I mean? Like the way that he's treated on the show is like, ah, he's good. We don't need to do anything else with him. We figured him out. Like with the little, I don't know if I agree uh, with them, but like it, well, it is or, kind of weird how. Or they're as lukewarm about him as the rest of us are. Like, or they're just sort of like. Could be, but it, it feels like what, what they do with someone when they're just like, all right. But they've been doing it for a while, man. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the thing. That would make more sense if they if they like knew there was a ter- determined date. But it's been months that they've been doing this with him. So I. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, that's a conversation. That we well, let's let's save the rest we'll save of the NXT that. talk. What? Yeah, you... I, they did let Melo look good. That yeah. part you're right about. They let him look good, and I think that fortifies the belief that many of us had that you know he's not that far away and and doesn't have that much more to do before they let him have a run. And he's gonna fight Kevin Owens next week, which is pretty cool. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's very cool. Um. The other thing I've noticed this week that's just kind of like, let's keep our eye on it. Like, I'm not I'm not totally sold that this is the case, but it does seem like they're continuing to correct slash. Strengthen the women's tag division. So we've got Kabuki Warriors are back. Right. Then you've given the titles to Chance and Carter, which I think was a great move. And who, by the way, we haven't talked about because just there's been so many other big picture things have had killer matches. Those two and the the moves that they're the the like t- tandem moves they've been showing off that I don't know if they've been showing all those moves in their previous matches. The finishers killer. They're their tag finisher. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean. I was actually a little surprised. I mean, not that it mattered because of who the champions were, but I was a little surprised they pulled the trigger on that already. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, like, I they, were, they weren't doing anything there. There was no reason well, not well, to. Right. And that's, unlike well, everyone part, else in the division, yeah. like, the two of them actually are a tag team. Like, it's kind of almost more bizarre that you wouldn't have them work. They as might a tag be the team. longest tenured tag team in the company. Might, that's might be. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. That's an interesting all right, uh, I mean, that, definitely that in the women's that division. Heard, yeah. That voice that you just heard is, of course, the voice of our friend Aaron Oster, who's out at Disneyland. Merry, I, I would say Merry Christmas. Do, do you celebrate Christmas, pal? I don't know what uh, you celebrate. So. I kind of celebrate everything. Right, so yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, buddy. Um, we already handled like we I, I, we spent the first twenty minutes just thanking God for the fact that our truth exists and that not everything in professional wrestling is awful and all of those things. If you'd like to have 30 seconds to add to it, then we can incorporate you and everything else that we're going to talk about. I mean, our truth is the best there is best. There was best that ever will be. Um, he should be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. He is the best thing, not just <laughs> on WWE programming currently, but in the history of professional wrestling and belongs on every Mount Rushmore. So, yeah, I, this is the problem is I hate it when like, it, like everybody thinks we're doing. It. I really hope that you guys understand that while we do shtick, like it's it's a fine line between where the shtick ends. We our truth really deserves to have been champion at some point. It's it, it's a little thing. 
but he should have been champion at some point. And I know it can't, but God, it would go a long way if they could somehow figure out a way to write that before it's done. If you weren't done, watching but... WWE when he had his heel run, you've got to go back and watch some of that stuff. Yeah. Yep. God, the, the man is spectacular. Little Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, that well, was... All right. the... yeah. Anyway. Um, so we covered, uh, I mean, briefly a couple of other things. We covered Carmelo on SmackDown. We covered the, the women's tag champs. AJ Styles returned. Uh, the internet thinks that the, yeah. the WWE has lessened its wellness policy after seeing <laughs> AJ Styles. Although, ironically, it comes at the same time as the Liv Morgan thing. But, um, I mean, he looks, he looks jacked. Well, him and Randy coming back within weeks of each other looking like that, I mean. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. I, I don't know. I mean, like AJ Styles is back. I don't think he factors into much. I think he's well. Just... He's he. They're u- they're using him to pivot LA Knight away from the bloodline, which is a choice. But I feel like it's a choice almost made out of desperation, just to try to figure out a way why he shouldn't be going after the bloodline for the next four months. So that's their just. They're like, crap. What can we do to get him to pivot? Uh oh, AJ Styles. That seems important. Yeah, I mean, it, it It certainly is better than nothing, but, you know. It's I don't agree that it's important enough for why yeah. it makes sense, but that sure as hell seems to be their their whole reasoning. It's just like we needed something important to get them to pivot away. I, I saw a spoiler that's kind of not a spoiler. Okay. Like, well, they're, they're, they set up a match next week. Um. Where it's it's gonna be AJ versus LA Knight versus Randy Orton and the winner fights Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Okay. I, I, I what? <laughs> like what? Well, because thought, all three have a claim to fight Roman Reigns. You got LA Knight all right, all right. got yeah. screwed over. AJ Styles got beat up. And right. Randy so Orton. so when at some something will occur during the match. That will, after Randy Orton wins, require the two of them to to work against each other for a little while. I guess so. Fine. Fine. Whatever. I'm just, you know, this goes There's back no to... no way anyone we, other than Randy Orton wins the match, right? No, Randy no. Orton is going to be in the, the main event of the Royal Rumble. There is no question about okay. that. The point that was made uh, about the fact that Roman hasn't beaten Randy Orton during his run is... Relevant, even if not necessary. Like it's not something that had to happen. We didn't need to see. Um, we. It, it doesn't change anything about Roman Reigns' run. But to the point of like, if he's gonna have a match at the Royal Rumble, it there's literally nothing else to do that would be <laughs> relevant in any way for Roman Reigns. So yeah, obviously it's Randy Orton, and you get that out of the way, and then you know we all know what happens after that. Um. I, the, I'm trying to think. I feel like the other thing. Is there anything else on SmackDown that mattered? The Karrion Cross uh, video? Not really. No, I said <laughs> I said mattered, Aaron. Do you know which one mattered is? Or although although I did see an interesting theory about that that they're gonna put him with the Authors of Pain and create some kind of group. And that interesting. And, and they're, so, and they're supposed to have Paul Ellering with them as well. I don't know. It's Actually, kind of, you know what? If they have Paul Ellering, I'm a, little, come, I'm a little bit interested. A little bit. Like, that's that's as much as I can give you, is a little bit. 
Um, all right, from Raw. The, the only thing SmackDown, uh, Glenn, was that they, they're acknowledging that Asuka and Kairi Zane are the Kabuki Warriors again. Yeah, that's true. They are doing that. Which, that, that just goes that's back a, to what I was saying earlier about it seems like they're firming up the women's tag division a little bit. Oh, wait, one yeah. other thing did happen. Uh, just that I, I don't not necessarily on the show itself, but we know Charlotte is out for an extended, extended yeah. period of time. That's yeah, very but, relevant to the SmackDown. So, like. so to the point, what do we believe that the the WrestleMania women's title matches are going to be? So before the injury, I, well, I, you know, I. Eo versus Bailey makes the most sense right now. A face Bailey, even a face Bailey that right. wins the Rumble, I think makes a ton of sense. Going before this injury, I was wondering if they might do a bit where Eo drops the title and you get damage control versus the horsewomen. But I think that's much, much harder to do without Charlotte. And, and there's no. Yeah, it's almost kind of. Yeah, Charlotte. it's almost. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it kind of doesn't work at all. Yeah. So. There's almost no no places to go besides EO Bailey, and and I'm all for EO Bailey. It's you know it's what we want out of a WrestleMania title match, a long term storyline with good characters, you know, in a situation that makes sense. Yeah, I think it, it only works if you're going back to Hugger Bailey. Yes, 100%. You absolutely do that. You have her win the Rumble. You have her, you know, you do the Batista thing with her. You have her decide, well, am I going to challenge Rhea or? Whatever they turn on her first, you get Hugger Bailey, you get Face Bailey, you get a huge moment at WrestleMania. What's not to like? So what about Rhea? That's the Rhea Becky. I, I I'd say Rhea Becky. Is there a reason for it, or just because it's Rhea Becky? Just because it's Rhea Becky. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm good with it. Then, yeah, and then you can do Jade Bianca in a non-title match. If if Jade exists. If Jade is there, yeah. Right, 100%. And it should be Jade Bianca Lash at this point. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, good. Anything else that we needed to cover? Was there something from Raw that mattered? Uh... Oh, did you guys see the Gunther thing from Busted Open? Yeah. Um, now using Brock Lesnar's name which you assume isn't by accident. You assume it's not in a prominent interview like that. You yeah. would assume that that that's happening for a reason. It's not the first time he's mentioned Brock. He's done it in a couple of these interviews, but definitely the most prominent place he's done it. And did he mention them or did someone ask him? Like, did he bring it up out of the blue, or was He somebody... was not asked about Brock. He was asked a question about, like, somebody that you would want to face. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um... It, it makes sense. Look, you, were, you know, Brock Lesnar is going to be part of WrestleMania. Gunter needs a huge opponent, and he's run through most of the, you know, guys who would be potentially in that spot. But to, a, but to the point that we've made before, for these guys that we thought, that we thought better for... That are clearly not going to get better because they're getting cucked by CM Punk. <laughs> the idea of getting a Gunther match was the the best of the you know the, the of the next best case scenarios, right? Unless like, he's not unless he's not losing at WrestleMania. Right. Well, this but this yeah. just goes back to everything sucks, right? Like this is the 
that CM Punk's really ruining any positive momentum for Sami Zayn or LA Knight. And again, I get it. That's not the same as ruining the momentum of a 28-year-old or a 30-year-old or somebody that's cresting at that point. But it's still, like, it sucks and then sucks a little bit more on top of that. Like, the the, the level of suckage was always going to be bad. But, like, when you thought maybe they could find a soft landing for this where we don't feel totally dejected by it, and now even the reasonable soft landing is going away, and you realize that, like, best-case scenario is a long L.A. night AJ Styles program. Best-case scenario for Sami Zayn is... Question mark. (laughs) Yeah, God knows what. I mean, are are we pivoting back to, to Logan Paul at this point? Like, Is he the one who destroys the ju- whatever destroying the judgment day you know it's going to be sammy and jay against the judgment day at wrestlemania that's where we're going well i thought it was going to be jay versus jimmy oh that's right it is jay versus jimmy you're right it is definitely that so then what is there mm-hmm. sammy versus priest for the briefcase or for nothing you could, you could do that not inspired by it because I don't think they're letting him win it. But I, I wouldn't be so sure about that. Why would what, they, you, what, what do they care about? Would, Amy? You, you know, well, like I, I think that's all the way up in the air at this point. I, I think it's more likely that they have Damian priest burn the briefcase in the next month or two before dropping. I mean, what's Sammy going to do with the briefcase? Cash it in. The Sami Zayn character cashes in against who? CM Punk. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Like. F, God, F CM Punk, man. I'm so. <laughs> get out of my effing face, dude. Like, I. I hate. I hate that it only took me a month to already be at, like, the I hate the guy again phase. <laughs> Like I was, and and everybody that listens knows the first week I was willing, like I was completely willing to listen and buy in the way that we went. The moment that the Cody Rhodes WWE thing happened, I had that weird gut feeling of like, you know what? Maybe this is going to be okay. Like maybe. Oh yeah. You you had, you had that whole speech about how the product, using the term prodigal son changes everything and makes this great. Uh, I don't I don't know that I said great. I think I just said it made the poison go away like that. it. And I, I, I did. I felt that way in that moment, like the poison that was the Cody Rhodes character in, a, in AEW, which, as we all talked about, was the worst character in the history of professional wrestling was an abomination. The moment he was out of AEW and he was no longer this figure that loomed and everything in orbit had to surround him and revolve around him. The moment you got rid of that and he could just be the prodigal son type, that fixed it. Now, there are still other problems and we've been through that and 
lighting the bloodline on fire, the best thing you've done in all of professional wrestling, just saying, meh, we tried, sorry, we'll give it up now, in favor of him is unjustifiable. But I would stand by that out. that's not that, as bad as it is, no, it's pretty effing bad, man. Like I can't, I can't, I can't come back around. It's really awful. It's not, it's not as bad. It's a different character still because like it doesn't come with the caveat of when he was in AEW, he was the one that you believed had the power to make that happen. Well, it was, it was Triple H versus John Cena. Right, correct. He, he was, he was a weird variation of Triple H in AEW, and he's just John Cena in WWE. Which again isn't good, but it's not poison. And obviously, you know, the crowd loves it. Um, but but the the CM Punk thing, like I wanted to give it a week to just see if it could be not this. And again, it's not to say it's poisonous would be unfair because we don't know any reason yet why it's poisonous. We don't know any. We haven't heard anything about backstage shenanigans or him throwing his waiters. If, if anything, it's the opposite right now. Um, what do you, I mean, like, it's, it's a honeymoon period. Everybody's happy that he's there. Yeah, but I mean, when you the, say it's the except opposite. Except for the like, people that aren't. Right. <laughs> we know? haven't, we haven't heard, like, that he's gone out of his way to, like, apologize and make amends. No, but he went to, to NXT and spent two days there. I mean. And uh, all the feedback was that he was being very helpful. And Okay. All right. All right. I'll he, listen to that. Well, if we want to go to the other side there, he went somewhere where everyone treats him like a god. That's fair. Like where he can play to his ego. That is fair. Um, I just, I it's it's so infuriating. It's so effing infuriating. And the thing is, I shouldn't be mad at CM Punk. I should be mad at Triple H or whoever the powers are in Endeavor. Um, I should be mad at them for the fact that they're willing to blow up this, it goes back to the thing. I always say like, how dare you watch professional wrestling? Cause let us remind you that in a moment, nothing that you've been watching matters. Nobody that's been gaining momentum and steam is relevant. The moment that we say we are shoving Brock Lesnar down your throat, or we're shoving Cody Rhodes down your throat, or we're shoving whoever in this case, CM Punk, that's just the way it's going to be. And shame on you for watching the product. I hate it. I'm not going to be able to separate CM Punk from that. He's the guy that's coming back in and lighting everything on fire, even if it's not personally Phil Brooks that's at fault in the situation. It still sucks, man. F. Get him the F out of my face. I got nothing to add on that. (laughs) Well, cool. Cool. Yeah. Remember, remember, I said I wanted to be pleasant talking about our truth. Remember that part? I was like, <laughs> let's do something pleasant here and let's have some fun. I, I, I'm still baffled by the Drew McIntyre thing. It's the it's so bizarre, isn't it? It's so bizarre. I like it. It just gets weirder and weirder every week. Uh huh. Like and... it's to the point. It, it's to the point where I think what I think they're doing is they're they're intentionally doing this to make whatever this moment is going to be like he's going to do something truly over the edge heel and so they they want to keep it a little you know even water till then i just don't know why and And right to to what end exactly right like okay so after he does that if 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 he's doing it to win the belt then it makes sense right like and again it gets back to this 
this other theory that we've had where maybe it could be CM Punk and Seth Rollins, not for the belt. Although if Drew McIntyre is doing something truly vile and evil to Seth Rollins, then doesn't it require Seth Rollins winning the belt back from Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania? Like, so I, it, it, it's confusing to have this conversation. If not, and I don't think they're letting Drew McIntyre beat Seth Rollins, then you're making him go nuclear heel post-match to what end? To accomplish what? This Again, there's the first level of it's embarrassing that you didn't do those things when you had the chance to win the championship, right? We've talked about this a million times. Any heel that turns after losing a championship is not a good heel. They're a giant idiot. Like... If you're going to be vile and evil, do it during or before the match. Like, do it when it can benefit you to try to win. So you start with that layer of the problem. And then the second layer of the problem is, okay, so now Drew's a dastardly villain to do what with? Lose to Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Cool. (laughs) Cool. Super fun time. Swell. Neato gang. Terrific. I got nothing else. It is weird. And it's it's like it, it these are some of these basic pro wrestling principles that I struggle with. Like I you know, we'll get to AEW in a minute, but like I can't I can't even begin to describe how weird Samoa Joe is. Like I can't begin <laughs> What is that? All right, we'll get to it in a minute. No, Let's but, talk about But no, no, wait, going back to Drew for a second. They're they're pointing it out. Like Seth Rollins yes. is like it it it's that's why one of the things is getting more and more because I can just write off things as bad character work or you know, bad scripting or whatever. There there are many, many times that that happens and we can just say, Well, they they think they're doing this, but they're failing. Okay, I understand that. But they're acknowledging how weird this is. Yes, 100%. There's got to be a reason for it, right? You would hope, but are you asking me to have confidence that there's a reason for it? Because I will do no such thing. I will not. They also have him dropping truth bombs, and then they have commentary call him delusional. Like, that doesn't really add up. And especially, like, one week they'll call him delusional, and the other week they'll be like, no, well, actually, he kind of has a point. No, they say all that in the same night. Like, they'll they'll say both. Like, in the same night, they'll be like, well, you know, he's upset because of this, and he, he's got a point there. And then whenever he attacks the person, he's like, how delusional can you be? <laughs> all right, so let's get to the thing from NXT. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaking of great writing, um, I'll, I'll start. I'll start with. Go it. ahead. You go ahead. Um, so, so we we referenced this last week as the potentially problematic thing because at least all I had seen was the actual finish was that was the idea that you know it, it wasn't a beatdown like Ridge Holland did it did a, or you know Ela had a worked injury, um. What I didn't realize, which, again, I thought was problematic for the reason that it is problematic. The fact that you're doing Ridge Holland with an injury angle is bad. It's a terrible idea. Yep. What makes it far, far worse is the <laughs> promo he caught cut earlier in the night 
where he's acknowledging injuring people. And it's not like the character right now, this is the character they're presenting is a guy who gets people hurt accidentally. And and like, it it pulls back a layer of kayfabe in some ways and doesn't, it's just a horrific, horrific character decision and just a horrific, horrific idea. Whoever came up with it. So I saw there was a report that like, they they thought about doing it, but thought that because they could get you know get it out there quickly that it was worked, it wouldn't be a problem. It, it doesn't make it any better. Hang on, we got to start with something because everything you just said is a hundred percent true. It's gross. It's awful. It's atrocious. It's um I would say it's brainless. Like it's yes. it's the dumbest guy in the room suggesting something. And no one in the room saying, hey, did you put an ounce of thought into that? Like, it's You know what, though? It's worse than that because the reports are that it was controversial in the room. Yeah. And they went with it anyway. Well, it suggests that someone who has the most power of anyone in the room was the one that said, you know, signed off on it, whatever it is. It's just an abomination. And yet it might still only be the tip of the iceberg of how bad it is. It still might not cover the what was the point of when we approach this conversation from the ridge side of it. It's really bad, right? Like in no world should you be using like Ridge Holland, the person, the performer whatever his name is and i apologize for is it is it actually ridge Island? i have no idea i'll be honest you i don't think I, it is but he wasn't he was an athlete correct yeah uh, luke menzies is his name okay luke menzies the person it should not have to carry that weight for eternity as everyone knows this is professional wrestling and while you know you could say whatever you want about was he fully ready whatever conversation you want to have injuries do occur in professional wrestling and it's unfair for the person to carry it it's grotesque for it to be something that you essentially advertise the ridge holland side of it every layer of it is awful and then you remember there's another side to it mm. And that's the thing that like it it is so bad, it's hellish, and it might be worse than that. The other side of it is now what? Now what? Did you do this because you feel like you've booked yourself into a corner with Ilya that you have a champion that's in the way of the story that you're supposed to be telling and you don't know what to do about it. And so you panicked. Did you do this because you're just trying to soften him up for someone to be defeating him in a couple of weeks? What, what is the purpose of, again, All of the Ridge stuff, we all agree, awful, grotesque, but that would be no different if Ridge did that to, I can't even think of, Oba Femi. If he did that to anyone on the roster, it would all be the same thing. 
but you did it in the main event and you did it to the champion of your company, your brand. Explain that. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge, by the way, I, as embarrassing as, as if this is the way to get him out of the way or whatever, that's embarrassing. I was scared they were going to do something even more embarrassing, which was have Trick just agree to that triple threat. Like, thank God they didn't do that. Because that, well, that was... but I don't think that they threw it out there because they're not continuing that conversation. Well, well, sure, but I mean the part where he would just be like, "Yeah, sure, you could." Right? Do yeah, like I'm an idiot. Go ahead. <laughs> right, right? Like, right? Right? Um. I but I think it's I think and then the bizarro scenario where you have Ilya in the back like I dictate the terms like really is that a new that, <laughs> man I I I just learned something here I had no idea when did the champions get the right to choose because if I were the champion here's what I would do never like well that, that's what I, Roman Reigns does right I I, I would just keep saying. <laughs> Oh, you're the yeah, but but Roman's doesn't Roman technically doesn't have a number one contender yet, right? Like you're the number one contender. Here's when I'm available. The day after, never. Like if that's the way it works, if I get to dictate the terms, ah, I have an idea. He, here's the stipulation I'm going to give to the match. If you win, I keep the belt, and if I win, I keep the belt. So. Real weird how that works out now that the champions just get to choose everything about how they defend the belt. Like, I just didn't know that that was a rule. And yes, that was also really bad writing on top of the really bad writing on the Carmelo trick thing. But to your point, yes, that could have been worse. But I keep coming back to this. And I did they tape more episodes and I don't know about future spoilers uh, I there's one think more there episode, might be, but there's, yeah, there's one more, there's not, but I don't know what it is. There's like nothing. It's, it's a bunch of nothing. So one of two things has to occur, right? Either you have to take Ilya out of this championship match at New Year's Evil, or he has to be extraordinarily weakened considering they made him act like a dying seal. During the course of all of this, I mean, it's what and, they had him pretend to be paralyzed, which and the, I think is really shitty. The, the line between good acting and this is so awful that I'll never be able to forget the noises that he made and attach him to them <laughs> is one that I'm not sure where I fall yet, right? Like, there's a part of it that wants to be like, God bless the man. He really is trying to sell this somehow. Like, God bless him for the effort that he's putting into it. But at the same time, like, this is so awful that I kind of wish you hadn't have tried. Like, I kind of wish that you would have recognized how awful it was and maybe would have been in on it a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, those noises. Oh, but to go to go back and to try to make some sense, like ignoring all of the terrible, awful, grotesque aspects of this and going back to the why are you running the injury angle with Dragunov? If it like if it was just to say he's going to be softened up so Carmelo can beat him and then Trick can eventually beat Carmelo. OK, there's logic there, you know. But again, but as of right now, tricky. Carmelo, wait, Carmelo's not the number one contender. Right. And that's the problem. 
So unless it's uh, like, I wonder, do they do this because they don't want to have the title match at New Year's Evil? Like this match is not going to happen at New Year's Evil. It's not, and it, they're not going to pull the title off of him. But that's so they, that's problem. They, Every layer of this presents wait, a new problem. Do they do a thing where Trick says he doesn't want to he doesn't want to fight him that way because he doesn't want to take advantage of the injury? He he does the white meat baby face thing. Carmelo steps in and takes the match because Shawn Michaels is going to make him defend it anyway or something like that. You, you ha- I think you have to present it where Shawn Michaels says, I'm, you know, he is, you, you need that authority figure saying you're defending the title and then trick your, or, well, or, or remember the, the authority figure, as we learned is the champion. <laughs> okay. Or, or the rocks. No, but I, and, and I know I, I'm joking about this, well, but it, yeah. the Ilya character it would work to have Ilya stubbornly say, no, I'm going to defend the belt no matter – like that Shawn Michaels could even say, obviously we're going to call off the championship match. And the Ilya character is, no, I won't – I'm too valiant for that. Yeah. Right. I have I'm, to I'm defend the belt no anyway. And, and Trick says, well, Trick it's not says no. Yeah. Right. But again, all it's wor- – all it's doing is acknowledging how much you effed up by making Ilya the champion. Like, you can't – could you do all of that? Sure, you could do all of it. Is any of it good? No. And it goes back to the problem that was at hand, which was you knew what you had to do here. You had to get to Mello versus Trick at WrestleMania weekend for Trick to beat Mello for the belt. Like, the math had to get to that. And somehow you decided, aha, I know how we'll do it. Ilya Dragunov. And then everybody said, right, but now what? And you said, oh, we don't know. We have no idea. And so you booked yourself into a corner. I mean, they and, still and have a pay-per-view a, before that, too. Well, have, not just that, but there was such an easier way. Like, flip Carmelo and Trick in their pay-per-view matches. You have Trick beat Lexus King. You have Carmelo win the, the Survivor yes, Challenge. Yes, correct. And then yeah, but, everything laid but up the problem it. with that being that comes off like a face thing, winning that yeah, match. Uh, yeah, it, it, it well, not only that, but the, you have four, right. then you have four months before the match. That's the other, you know, like you got to get through. There's New Year's Evil, but then there's also Vengeance Day. Well, that what do you mean you have four months? Four months for what? If you would have done that, it would have been yeah. four months until WrestleMania. Right. From the previous paper. Right. And so, but Aaron I mean, if by the Carmel- time you have Carmelo wins yeah. at New Year's Evil, Carmelo right. wins a rematch at what's it called in February? I can never remember what Vengeance, 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 Vengeance Day. Yes. So there you go. So at that point, you'd have you're six you're there. Weeks. Yeah. But I mean, I, it's weird. I, could you have done that? Sure. I still don't understand why Ilya Dragunov had to be the champion. What What was the point of this? Well, is, Look, is, I, it, I said, is it he I, I who? Thought, wait, he's who took the belt off Carmelo, right? Yes. Well, that's it, part of the get, point of it. That that triggers the heel turn. Except that it didn't necessarily seem to be what triggered the heel turn. They haven't really told that story. The heel turn has all seemed to be about jealousy towards Trick. Right, but that started when he lost the title. But they haven't. I, I, I do think that there's there, there's validity there that I I if think Trick, I, Trick was rising. He could have, you could have played differently, but it would have been a very different character at this point. What do you mean? So like 
if he never loses the title and you're you're getting to trick, it's a it's not so much of a jealousy. It's a more of a fear than a jealousy thing. A fear that he's coming for his title, and I think that there it's a different character. I'm not saying it's better or worse, but it's different from this jealousy of Trick right now, which had to it could only happen if he had lost the title. And it all, but it I, also I, I could it, hold I on, couldn't disagree hold with on. that more. No, but it, but but it changes Trick's character too if you do it that way because he's coming after his friend's title versus at this point he's just coming after the title. And it's it, it's not him going after, so it's not him that's compromising the friendship. It's the other guy. Like if he had the title, you couldn't really do that because it wouldn't. It, Trick wouldn't be a true face. He would. No, Trick could be someone trying to have a respect match as a guy that's earned his opportunity. And the entire time, Carmelo's always said, "Keep working, you do you. I'll have your back." And then all of a sudden, you realize that Carmelo didn't really mean that. That's but not it's easier that for him to have his back when he's not holding the title. And then you could play and like like you can play that story better. I think it's clearer that he doesn't have his back. I, I completely disagree. They have not told a story that losing the belt is what tur- they they have completely avoided that story altogether to the point that if that was the story, that would make a lot of sense. Yes, I would agree with that. But they but haven't that, done. But that. The, but I think you can as a as if a, you're like, about to say you're supposed to read that yourself, get no, the no, f no, out no, of no, here. No, w. No, 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 no. He's 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 trying to find ways to get back of the title, trying to find ways to get back of what's it. You know, he's trying to ask his buddy to put him in the title match for right. reasons. Right. So they are but telling that story. To no, extent. no, they they're are. not. No, they're not. You're trying to use something that's not the same thing and saying, well, he kind of wants to be back in the title. They have not shown anything that losing the belt changed him. Everything has uniquely been about trick, not about losing the belt in any way. It's all been about him and his what jealousy, his own uh, personal issues with feeling I, they have done nothing that has suggested that losing the belt was the moment that flipped him in any way, except they've just been doing it. And that's a way of telling a story, too. You don't have to say you don't have to have a guy come out and say ever since I lost the title. I'm, I But they've been showing you that. I, I think no, they've been, been showing you jealousy of trick. Everything. But has when did been that start? Trick. But when did that start? They started it before he lost the belt. They started to show interactions between the two of them where there was weird looks before was he more, ever lost that, the that, belt. But that was less. No, this has been the story. No, that was the other direction, though. It was more of deflection and less jealousy. And it turned from deflection to jealousy when he lost the title. You're trying deflecting the. the You're trying to find some sort of idiosyncrasy. He was consumed in his own title reign, so he was deflecting whatever trick was. Oh yeah, okay, go do your little thing. That's fine. He's deflecting it. I'm the champion. Then when he lost the belt, he realized, oh, this guy has one up on me now. He has the momentum. I have nothing. I mean, I feel like they've shown that. Yeah, they haven't. But we'll just keep doing this because we're done. <laughs> like they haven't in any way. Like you're reading that because it makes sense to you. But it's not actually the story they've told. Like they have not told any story that was about him losing the belt. They haven't referenced it. On on Mike, they haven't referenced it. it. That nothing at all has been about him losing the mic. 
or losing the mic, losing the belt. Losing the mic. At, I mean, yeah, and had Trick say you had your moment and it's my turn, my turn for mine. I mean, they have said uh-huh. that whenever whenever they were talking about both trying to qualify for the Iron Survivor. They've done everything between Trick and Mello. Everything right. has been captured between the two of them. It has always been about insecurity between the two of them and never about the belt ever. In fact, at one point, it's why it was that it was suggested here that the match could happen without the belt, which is always insane and always stupid. (laughs) This is I'm not angry that they gave the belt to Ilya, but it's abundantly clear they had no end in mind. They just sort of did it not knowing this is a mess now that they are forced to clean up in a clunky, frankly, crappy way for professional wrestling. And that sucks. You didn't have to do this. It wasn't so important. If Again, if the story you were telling required Mello dropping the belt, that might be a different thing. But ultimately, it didn't because you haven't told a story about Mello losing the belt. It's just something that occurred. The story has always been completely inside the two of them. And obviously, Lexus King. And and that, you know, was also very important. (laughs) And now Rich Holland. Yeah, right. And now, for whatever reason, Rich Holland. (sighs) Yuck. Um Whatever, whatever they do, I, to the point of is having Carmelo somehow swoop in. And obviously the fact that they're planting the seed that Carmelo wants to get in the match already. Like, d- does that. But when are they if they've already taped next week's episode, when are they making that happen? So literally next, next week's no, episode I, is just like. Like, it's a whole bunch of people that didn't wrestle this week kind of thing. So are, is the suggestion that on the New Year's Evil episode, they just show up? And there's like there one episode between New Year's Evil isn't the first Wednesday of the year. Tuesday. It is. Oh, no, it is. It's the second. But maybe maybe it's because there's like a something that that they didn't show. Yeah, that, that, that the crowd didn't get to see or whatever. Okay, maybe. I mean, I. I don't know where they say like breaking news. Ilya Dragunov isn't cleared to come or whatever, you know, whatever they right. doing. Right. I don't know, man. Whatever. It's all of it sucks. All See, of it. Spoiler. Wait, I'm looking. Spoiler lineup for New Year's Evil. They did not change the title match in the spoiler lineup. It's the same match. And why are we doing? Trick can't face a compromise. Like Trick no. facing a compromise. My really my guess is it's a bumper they're adding in later because they didn't want it to leak. Whatever they're doing. Or they're just showing up that night of New Year's Evil. Oh, and, yeah, and right. changing, yeah, changing it that night. Changing it that night, right? Like, And again, like they, they can do that, but th- it's a pretty awful way to have someone lose your heavyweight championship belt on your brand. Like, that sucks, and we have to say that sucks. And it's not something that you should be doing as a serious professional wrestling brand, but... Whatever. That's where we are. Um, anything? I, I don't have anything else to say about NXT. Do you? Okay. Uh, no. Now, <laughs> e- explain Samoa Joe. Explain any of that. 
explain why what what I'm supposed to feel, what what emotion I'm supposed to have about MJF and about Samoa Joe and how all of the faces hate MJF. And tell me what it is that I'm supposed to be feeling going towards a professional wrestling pay-per-view. Okay. (laughs) That seems good. Right. That's how these things are supposed to be. It's a, when it gets you emotionally, that's how you know it's good. And right now it's got me. What, what is any of this? And, and and the 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 devil wants the ring of honor tag belts. <laughs> it's very important, obviously. They are, dude. I got I I have nothing. I am. By the way, by the way, yeah. can, we, can we can we acknowledge how terrible how terribly shot that segment was, where they had to keep panning to the writing on the screen or whatever, like. Like, did they not have enough cameramen? Like, why? How? Why was that shot that way? Yeah, I I don't have the answer. They almost to that, missed but... one of the one of the messages. <laughs> All of it is so unfathomably bad that I'm just, dude. I got nothing, man. I got no- and like, wh- you're forcing everyone down. I I I walked out of that show thinking like, man, I'd be. I feel like I'm really amped up for that swerve mjf match that's coming up at that pay-per-view right like that <laughs> that feels cr- by the way what like by, what by just happened here yes that and you can't just let swerve beat john moxley you have to force jay white into this match Oh, that he needed to get a clean one-on-one win over Moxley since Moxley beat him the last time. I'm, if the but if the goal is that again, maybe he's not winning next week. Well, right, and this goes back to the point of do we actually even want him to win? Right, but if he's winning, it he, it shouldn't be a triple threat. I agree that if he's winning, it shouldn't be a triple threat. Wait, I, so so I didn't I didn't get to see. I, I caught a few highlights on Twitter. Um, so so wait, is is it that? That those three are being are tied at the top of the. Three. Yes, those three all have so twelve here's, points. So here, if we're doing this from from a sports standpoint, it had to be a triple threat because Moxley would have the tiebreaker if it was just Moxley versus Swerve and Swerve at twelve. Oh, they couldn't do another one-on-one match. But the, yeah. but the w- but did well, they? But hang on. No, a second. no, no, they, no, 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 no. No, did they Mox, acknowledge Moxley, that? Is no, the, Moxley and Swerve. No, listen. It's a, it's, they have to fight a match no matter what. This isn't a triple threat because it's a tiebreaker. There was going to be a semifinal match. The top two guys fight in each bracket. That's the way they describe this. So the top two guys in the blue fight the, the, they fight each other. And the top two guys in the gold fight each other. And the winners of those fight at the pay-per-view. That is true. That is. Got it. I forgot about that aspect. Yeah, that, that was a weird. So it was going to be Swerve and Moxley, and Jay yeah. White forced himself into the match by beating Moxley. Got it. Yeah. Which which would go back to the question of is Swerve winning, and is this actually the way 
to try to protect Swerve while he's not winning this, right? Like if he's going to the final, even if he's going to the finals and loses to like Brian Dan or who I don't know who's going to be out of the other side, but like Eddie Kingston, assumedly. So you wouldn't want him losing to Eddie Kingston, I guess. So, you know, if if, if the whole point of this is so Eddie Kingston gambled his two belts and then comes out with three, then yeah, you don't want Swerve in that. Yeah. And presumably you want Moxley because you actually had that backstory there. You don't want Moxley beating Swerve twice, so you throw in right. Jay he White, can pin so. Jay White, right? But th- yeah. but this goes back to the the dual problems. The first being that again, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that that's the question to everything in this tournament is you know why bother? Oh, I mean listen, right. the worst thing ever, and and no no offense to these two people, no offense at all to these two guys, great performers. The fact that you had a match this week, like a 15, whatever, maybe oh might be. Oh, my God. It was like it might 25. Be it felt like it was the longest match ever. You had a match between two guys who had zero points, who had no hope of winning the tournament. Like, what? What? <laughs> well, and, and you did it on Dynamite instead of doing it, say, on Rampage, right? Yeah. Like, if, if you said, hey, we have to do this match because the rules of the tournament are the rules, so we'll do it. But, like, you know, we'll put it somewhere else. Uh, that one, whatever. It, that felt more like a, hey, we made these guys take a bunch of losses. Let's like have them have a moment. And yeah, but they could have had that match like three weeks ago instead of now. Whenever it's clearly, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's the only lame dunk match they've had of this entire thing. Yeah, that's that's fair. I guess it's kind of weird. <laughs> it is. It is fair. It's also weird that we've got through this entire thing and you built in one point for a draw and then didn't figure out a way to include a draw. Well, like hold it, on, hold hold on. You still got the other side for collision where there's like eight guys that have six points or whatever. So that might come up. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good time to throw in a draw. Well, but if we're assuming that Eddie Kingston's going to be involved, then I don't think they can have a draw because Kingston has to beat Andrade. And you have the to other have, guys could have a draw. The other guy can have the draw to not reach Kingston. Yeah. No, because Kingston would get to nine points. So if Brian Danielson got a draw, he'd have ten. But some of those guys are going to have – it would be like a four-way tie if they all win their match. And I'm kind of expecting that's what it's uh. going to be. <laughs> like, I mean, I, 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 at this point, I'm sort of expecting it to be a, a five-way tie, right? Like if Daniel Garcia finishes with zero and everybody else finishes with nine, and they just throw five guys in a match, like that – that sort of Sounds seems right. like what AEW does, correct? Right. Fair. So, I mean, maybe best case scenario, they let Garcia win one, and you take Brody King out of the match, but do you really believe they're letting Daniel Garcia beat Brody King no. right now? So, like, I guess maybe that, if you wanted to put a draw somewhere, like, if you gave that one a draw, then that would get Brody King out of the match. You'd only have four guys, but if you are doing a four-guy match, why not do a five-guy match, right? I'll, like, I'll say, like, that... I like having Brody. If you're doing a multi-man match like that, I want Brody King in it just because he can do something a little different and really. I guess, change. yeah. He, I think he, I think he thrives in multi-man matches. I want to yeah. see that one. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. Like, I, I. Then you get to the point if you were just gonna do a five-man match on one side and a three-man match on the other side, why did you have a tournament? Like, <laughs> yeah. You could have just gone ahead and done Bukaki matches from the get-go. You didn't have to have a tournament for it all. Um. I would have, the, the, we're getting in the minutia of this tournament that again is completely irrelevant. But why you're you're I just I can't get over this. It's, 
Samoa Joe is going out cutting <laughs> heel or face promos, looking like the top face in the company. MJF is, ve- despite the fact that we still don't know that he's the devil, is very clearly acting not as a tweener backstage, a complete heel. I mean, like the old MJF, while talking with the hottest guy in the company, and and you're still forcing this stupid tag thing, and like. I, my head is spinning. Oh, and Wardlow is still cutting promos. Oh, like, yeah, they did that, too. Yeah. What is this? Like, what? I What am I supposed was, to look which at? Which one was the one? Was it Samoa Joe that cut the pro? One of those guys cut a promo that said, oh, like, like everyone's coming for you. Well, and that's been like the thing that they tried to sell like like a month ago was like, well, everybody's coming after MJF. But like. It's, 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 I'm be, I, I got nothing, man. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to look at. Like, this is like watching the guys on the streets in New York that are going to take your money because you're an idiot and you think you can watch the ball underneath the cup when they've got a, a, a thing underneath the table to drop the ball out of the cup. Like, it's, what am I watching? What is the target? Why should it? And now they want to shove Roddy Strong back into this, too. Right, Strong back into it. And because of that, somehow Adam Page is involved. Like, it. <laughs> my head hurts, man. My head hurts from all of this. And, like, I thought to myself, if this had been a bit where, like, every week MJF had to take somebody else out, like, that might have been compelling, right? Like. It, in in part of his babyface story, he had to go back and like overcome all of these people to like show what he. But he's not facing any of them. Like he's yeah. he's gonna face Joe after they have to work. It's dude, I I can't I can't like, man. You know what I, I I honestly think they're going to try to do, and we we should call them out when they do it. When it's revealed that MJF is the devil, he's going to he's going to go back to this and be like, "I was able to sow confusion amongst the entire AEW." Uh, but it's not confusion. Say, I, I, I'm I'm not saying, but they're like, going to say like th- this idea that we can't <laughs> keep our heads straight. They're going to try to turn that. I don't think that I think that wait, wait, that's actually far more problematic. Then they're not the only thing that's confusing is them. The everyone else isn't like MJF revealing himself as the devil at that point is the least confusing. Correct. It's like, (laughs) right. Well, now it makes sense that you all hate him because otherwise you just all hated him after he was kind of being a half decent guy. Like I'm bro. I am so lost. I, I appreciated the sweet um, promo that Chris Jericho had for Ken. Kenny Omega. I did. I thought that was a a little nice piece of television, but uh, everything else, dude, I have, what am I looking at? What is this company? What are we doing? I mean, there's a couple, and the sad part is like, you had some good matches here. Like Roddy Roddy Strong commander was an awesome match. Well, and it's, we've said all along the, the the tournament is stupid, but the matches have all been very good. And matches have all been pretty good. Like, um, 
I don't need to see Brian Danielson bleed from his eye every week. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that a little too much, but um, I was surprised to see Rio beat Soraya clean in the middle of the ring. That was a little I, interesting. I, you know, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, aren't we like, aren't we kind of at the point where we realize they don't care about Soraya? No, I, I know. That, I mean, I, that was my. But haven't, I guess, haven't we already gotten re- there? Like, like, I, I don't know. I, I didn't realize they cared that less. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. I mean, and Rio is is going to be fighting Tony Storm at the pay per view, which will be fun. I guess um, I had yeah. to ask myself the question: Have they ever successfully been able to do compelling things with multiple female characters at the same time? I mean, I think truly I, compelling things. Okay, fair. I was gonna say I was with, about to say something, but well, you no, know, you're right. I mean, oh, I feel like at some point Brit and Jade were both kind of. I, running I feel like past. I feel like when Jade started, Brit was still red hot. And then as Jade elevated to, like, truly compelling, they cooled off on Brit. Well, well that's why like, they tried to do the Jamie Hayter thing, though, to be fair. I, like, yeah, but it, it, it was never truly compelling. It was just sort of there. Like, they've never been able to... Speaking of which, where is she? Where's Britt Baker? Where are all these people? Well, Britt Baker's the devil. We know. Well, hopefully Britt Baker. But where's, so, but, but where's Jamie Hayter? Yeah. Is she one of the masked men? <laughs> Um, would make actually would make a lot of sense. Like let's, I, I can wait. I can I can, spoiler alert. I can promise you she's not. Why? Because we've seen because we've seen the masked people and we would have noticed. But but this goes back to like it has to be those people because somebody said that's who it's going to be. But it doesn't actually. Okay, but I'm saying have if, to if, be those people. But apparently, if it is the people, apparently she got hurt a while ago. Okay. Okay. Is this, if it is the people, she's not one of them currently. Just saying. I'm not going to tell you why I know. But you saw their penis? <laughs> I mean, no, it's more you about can... what I didn't see. Boobs? But, like, yes. what are we doing? Okay, yeah, thank the, the you. Pin. Thank Come you. Hey, bro, I, I'm aware. I just <laughs> felt like we were dancing around it for some reason. Um, Look, man, I... I would love it. I keep coming back to it. It's the only. At the, there's nothing else. Anything else besides Britt Baker is the devil sucks. So like, I pray that it's Britt Baker and Jamie Hader and um, uh, what's her face? What's Re- the Re- Rebel? Re- Rebel or Reba? Reba? <laughs> Reba? Not Rebel? Is that yeah. what the bit was? Yes, I pray yes. that's that's who this ends up being because otherwise, it stinks. But you know, I'm just gonna assume that it's gonna. It's stink. retribution. <laughs> essentially yes essentially yes and they'll probably right. have uh, Muswali be part of it just to make the retribution point hammer the retribution point home Aaron really quickly impact is like advertising some sort of like massive signing who could it even possibly be are they advertising a massive signing or just saying you won't believe who's there? no there was a separate thing that said they have a massive signing oh uh, Probably Dolph Ziggler. Like, let's be honest. Like, there's no one of there, there's one of the biggest signings in TNA history is the way Scott, that they... Scott Demore has said that. Yes. Okay, let's see. Kind of going through the list of who it could potentially be. Like, Ronda. Okay. It. Okay. Who? I mean, is there Ronda? Is there anyone else that, that, that is that big? 
Look, I mean, I'm just talking look, big. Look, no, that's what I'm asking. If, right? Yeah. No. Well, okay. Like, if we're if we're putting people on the table who like it, it could be. If you want to say it could be Okada because he is shopping his contract or his contract is running out, that would be a big deal. But they've already announced him for the weekend, so it probably can't be him. Um, I I don't know. I legitimately don't know. Just so. on that framing, just kind of going. It can't be Osprey. We know he signed with AEW. Right. So the, to uh, Brandon's point, like that, could it be? You know that that Ronda, Ronda would qualify. Ronda, Ronda would qualify, except for she would become. I hate to say she would become Trinity within. Like, it, it's one of those things where, like, uh, uh, as a name, it would be that significant, but no one would care. I mean, there would be no. It would just be an excuse to not have to watch Ronda Rousey anymore. Yeah, I just um, mean like if they wanted to say yeah as a name though I agree name just, they've ever yes, had Mer- no question from a name yeah, like, Mercedes Monet would be yeah yeah that qualifies okay. yeah I would give you that I would give you that it would qualify one of the biggest signings in TNA history yeah I mean I guess I guess now that I read it out loud what is that bar you know right, what I mean right, like, it, right. It, it's it's Kurt I mean it's Kurt Angle. it's Kurt Angle so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember when when Christian signed originally, performer? that was the biggest one. Is there any men's performer that would fit that? I I'm, I keep thinking of women, but I can't think of them. Is there? I a mean, a, a short of a short of like I said, an Okada, someone from Japan, but Okada's the only one whose contract is coming up. No, I don't. I don't think there's unless there's someone in a in AEW whose contract or, is coming up. Yeah, just uh, unless there's a contract we don't know about. Um, is does I, Dolph he, Ziggler count? No, you no. like you can't make that case. Because I mean I'm seeing. Well, things. I mean again, if we're trying to fit one of the biggest signings in TNA history, you probably could make that case. But no, you shouldn't be hyping it that way. Like right. that that you're setting well, no, yourself. No, no, I'm only saying I'm only saying could you make that case that. That's as big as you can yeah. make the case that Dolph Ziggler would be one of not the biggest should, signings. Not that they should history. be hyping it. That yes, way. the prop, but it would create the secondary problem, which is you should never hype it that way. If the answer was yeah. Dolph Ziggler, Matt but Riddle, Riddle just oh. signed with MLW. He just signed with MLW. Did he? Yeah, okay. that was announced today. Okay. I did so. not see that. I did not see that. Um, yeah. Yeah. All the is other there, releases on, aren't on, really. Is there is there is there an athlete trying to get into wrestling? Oh no, someone like that. <sighs> but they've done that before, and they never like they didn't try to hype D'Angelo Williams like that. They didn't try to, you know what I mean? Like I, it yeah, would ha- it would have to be like Antonio Brown. You oh. know what I mean? Like, oh, no, trust me, trust me. <laughs> You know, like it would have to be somebody who's legitimately famous, famous right. beyond just being. That's true. Rob Gronkowski. But Rob Gronkowski works for Fox now. Like he's not he's not <laughs> messing around with TNA like that's not happening. <laughs> well, maybe. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's why they're going back to TNA. That's absolutely something he would ask for. <laughs> God, that is that is a good point. Is, is Seamus a free agent? He I have no idea. coming up, but I don't think he's a free agent yet. And, I, you know, you'd have to go through the 90-day or whatever. 
Not not if his contract just expires. That's not the way that works. Uh, I think WWE has that in the contract, whether it expires. I, I thought or no, 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 no. I thought we had an example of that happening where yeah, someone walked didn't right on. Keith onto, Lee like quickly. Yeah. Somebody somebody walked right on to Dynamite. It was it was um it was Alistair Black, but that was because he was still on the NXT contract. They never transitioned his contract over the main no, roster. No, but somebody it was like. Was it? It was Brian, right? It was like his contract expired, and he walked right on the dynamite. Like when actually, they expi- actually, Dean Ambrose absolutely was like not did not have to wait out that long. When when they, when they when their contract expires, it's not the same as when they're released. Fair enough. Because when you like ex- they, they have, I I feel like there have been some contracts where they've had to wait it out though, because we've expected it. But I don't know that there's a such thing as a non-compete on an expired contract. That that's not really the way that works. It that's that's more of like yes, correct. If you get fired, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. What if it's Shane McMahon? (laughs) Oh God, (laughs) I would love that. It would be really wonderful, wouldn't it? It really, really would be wonderful. (laughs) Hang hang on a second. So Dean Ambrose was April eighth, and then. Uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't go 90. I don't, I don't know when his first, so it wasn't. Well, well the, yeah. did, did, but didn't AEW not exist? Didn't he, didn't he, like, well, yeah, he showed up at the pay-per-view. He showed yeah. up at, um. That was before they had a show. Full Gear, yeah. Yeah. Or whatever it whatever. was. Whatever. All that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. All right, we gotta go. It's, I gotta go. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you want to plug? Oh, hold on, before we get into the well, I'll, I'll plug GCW or that's guy, right, AJ, that's right. Showed up at GCW tonight, took out Joey Janela, cut a promo. Now they're it's actually each other in Tampa. it's it's actually AJ who's the the biggest signing in the history of that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't I don't think it quite qualifies, but man, that would be cool. I mean, physically. Yeah, he would be very big. That's a very good point. He would be very big. Um, yeah, yeah, that was, that was neat. Uh, he's got some new merch that's now available. So go to AJ Francis 410, as we know, and you can check all that out. I loved how yesterday everybody who's, or what this morning or whatever was, everyone who's con the 90 day ran out and all of a sudden we got like a hundred match listings. Well, yeah, like Mustafa Ali's going to defy and yeah. I mean, you know, he announced like five different matches. Oh, did he? Did he? (laughs) Yeah. He announced one in Chicago. I think he announced one in uh, somewhere in New England, I think. But yeah. By the way, I, small thing, but do like AJ and uh, we maybe we actually have AJ on his show again at the yeah, now at good. this point. I mean, we're also doing every show, although I, AJ probably prefers probably this time. Him. Yeah. Well, yeah. except that he actually goes outside and does things. Like he doesn't. He he goes to clubs and stuff like that. Um, but I do like that he's using his name. It's something that yeah. he's kind of talked about a little bit on social that like all of these other athletes that had success somewhere else, they get to use their names, but yet AJ never did. And it's weird because somebody would compare him to like, well, you know, D- Dean Mutati didn't get to use his name and it's kind of disrespectful. Like AJ really played. Like, AJ was actually a five-year NFL player. It is weird that, like, the things that he's referencing, that, like, why would you never bring that up? Why would you, 
Why would you talk of like it's it is weird in hindsight thinking about it. So I like that he's just going by AJ Francis now. Like mm-hmm. he's not abandoning Dalla. Like that's still there. But if you watch the the cut the clip tonight from GCW, he introduces himself as AJ Francis, not as Dalla. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Especially because I think he's gonna be trying to do some media that's not professional wrestling. And so I think that's really smart. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of things that he's brought up about, you know, I'm an actual accomplished NFL player, not just a guy that was on a practice squad or like in a training camp for a a, a rookie camp. I, I, I think. I think he's made a lot of points, a lot of points over the last couple of months. So that's all. But yes, go ahead, Aaron. What do you want to play? Oh, yeah. And I guess just follow me on Twitter at the AOster. I got nothing else. Go ahead, Brandon. You work for the Circa? Did we not? Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, I, mean, I say it every week. If you're coming out to Vegas, come to the Circa. We got the world's bit. largest sports. <laughs> I, look, I, 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 we wanted to Maybe, for along. example, if you're along. starting to think about whether or not your team's going to be in the Super Bowl. Like, maybe if that's the thing that you've been thinking about recently, right? I know, obviously, Brandon's been thinking a lot about that. Is this the moment Mason Rudolph's going to lead this? Rudolph, with your nose so bright. That's right. With your with your MAGA. I I, oh, God, (laughs) Um, (laughs) I say that I say this definitively as a man who's had to have conversations recently with Aaron about what if my team's in the Super Bowl? Like, yeah. This is a great place to go. We have had actual. By the way, the actual. D, another hotel owned by the Circuit Group. Wait, 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 wait. It's called. It, yes, the, it's called the D. Yes. Is it called the, the Big D? The D? Brandon, just, just, the D. just, just, oh, just the D. Just there's the a D. there's a movie theater in Altoona, PA the called the Big D. For real. Oh. Uh, Miss, Mrs. Clark uh, was thinking if the Ravens are in the Super Bowl, she might want to come out. You know, she loves the D, so. <laughs> Brandon. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Christmas week, we don't have any new show announcements. So, um, you know, coming up, Zach Sabbath, which is Zach Wild uh, doing Black Sabbath songs oh, with... Cool. I think members of Clutch and I don't know who else is in the band. But anyway, it's a good show. January 3rd, um, Leg Warmers, January 13th, Story of the Year, playing Page Avenue with We the Kings and Youth Found on January 16th. Um, Let's Sing Taylor, which is a full band Taylor Swift tribute on January 20th. Um, and Joseph on January 28th. Those and lots more. Ramsheadlive.com at Ramsheadlive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter. I have seen Joseph at Rams Head Live before. I enjoyed Joseph. I like that. Maybe I'll come back. Uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. Thank you to everyone who was involved with everything we did charity-wise. We took down, I mean, so much stuff between the cash donations and the stuff, the actual stuff. We took probably $5,000 worth of toiletries and underwear and diapers to the Helping Up mission this week. Bless you all. Thank you so much for all of that. Um, we will attempt to do a jobbies next week. Although I asking me right now to remember anything that I liked in professional wrestling this year <laughs> is a bridge too far. Our uh, truths match this week. That's list of things. That's the entirety of the jobbies. That's what I've got for you. But maybe Aaron can 
uh, remind me of things that I did enjoy at some point else, uh, at some other point during the year. For uh, Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Merry Christmas. Jobbing out. We all love the D.